episode of the Bougie Boss Podcast is brought to you by Brunch with Bosses Conference 2019. This is not your ordinary conference. Be prepared to go next level. Brunch with Bosses 2019 is a conference for aspiring entrepreneurs, established entrepreneurs, and all bossed up babes. It's designed to build, boost, and bond over brunch. You can now register today at bit.ly. That's B as in boy, I T dot L Y forward slash all capitals brunch with bosses one nine. Let's start the show. You're listening to the bougie boss podcast, a podcast specifically designed for the classy bossed up woman who's looking to build her empire and start living the life that she deserves. I am your host, Marissa Janine. So grab a glass of wine, sit back, take notes, and enjoy the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back to the Bougie Balls Podcast. This is your host, Marissa Janae, the owner of Rated Bougie Hair Company, the host of the Facebook Live Show, Bossed Up, your favorite Pinterest business consultant, bringing you another episode of the Bougie Balls Podcast. I am so excited, you guys, about today. So um, for those who are listening for the first time, welcome, welcome, welcome. Do not forget to share, comment, and also uh, subscribe to the podcast. And for all my boss babes out there that have been rocking with me for day from day one, welcome back. I can't believe it's been a year, guys, and I didn't even celebrate a year. We've just been pushing forward with these episodes, but it's been a year. Woo! I'm so excited and just in the direction that God is pushing this podcast to go. But um, enough about me and um, other things and housekeeping things. I would just like to welcome to the show today um, a guest um, who is actually one of the speakers for the Brunch with Bosses Conference. If you have not yet registered, make sure you go on to register. I have all that information in the show notes. So you can go ahead and register and bring your boss besties, your family, your friends, whoever. This is going to be a great, great conference filled with dynamic information, awesome people, and you definitely will not leave the conference in the same form and fashion in which you arrive. So I would like to introduce to the Bougie Balls podcast, Miss Danita Hayes, and I'm going to let her just give you more insight about, you know, herself and her background, and I'm going to get out the way because you guys always hear me talk. So (laughs) Danita, Mm -hmm. are you there? I am here. Thank you so much, Marissa, for inviting me. Yes, thank you for jumping on today. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm excited for them to hear your story as well. So if you could just tell my listeners just a little bit about your background and what you currently do. Absolutely. So um, my name is Danita Hayes, and I am a uh, owner of a real estate company, Victory Allegiance Realty have been in the real estate industry for 13 years. I can't believe it's been that long, but 13 years. And we recently opened our company about four years ago. So I am excited. I love real estate. Um, We also have a um, real estate investment company as well, which is called Unlimited Investors Incorporated. And so super excited about that. Um, I have been featured on the Hampton Roads show as one of the real estate experts. 
Um, and so um, that was probably about two years ago. So I've made multiple uh, appearances on that show, just talking about everything real estate. Um, with our company, we help a lot of new agents obtain their license. I also teach the principles of real estate course so that you can get your license. And we also provide tutoring um, for those who are having difficulties with passing their real estate exam. So um, just busy. We're really growing. We, ha we have probably about 18 agents now. And we're just looking to grow even more, just looking to recruit more agents and help people who are interested in getting in the real estate industry. Awesome. I know that some of my listeners out there are interested in getting started within the real estate industry. It's a very great industry to get into. You know, you're helping people buy, you know, yeah. their future, you know, future home, future investments that, you know, that they can capitalize on. So definitely a great industry to be in um, at this time. So what made you go into this industry? Well, um, I actually, before I give you a little bit of background, before I actually got into real estate, I was actually an insurance adjuster. And I quickly learned that that career was not for me. I was not the type who wanted to just sit behind a desk all day. And I had three kids. So when I was pregnant with my son, I decided that I wanted to have a job that would allow me to make income to help, you know, take care of my family as well as the flexibility. And so honestly, I could just say just one morning I woke up and I was like, I think I want to sell real estate. And I, I believe that that was something that God placed in my spirit. Mm -hmm. And I remember just thinking that no matter how hard it gets or um, how difficult things may get in the real estate industry that I was never going to quit. And I believe that that's just a, a passion that God placed inside of me because that's just the area where he wanted me to be. And so I decided to go ahead and take my real estate course while I was pregnant with my son, my last baby. He's 13. So that's how I know <laughs> how many years I've been in the industry. I go by his age and um, after he was born, I just went full steam ahead and went ahead and just started selling real estate full time. Um, during that time, though, I kind of, you know, I did well, maybe the first few years and then the real estate market crashed. Yeah. And I believe that at the time when I got into real estate, you know, it was the real estate market was just great. I mean, everybody was making money. This was around 2005. And then around 2008 was when the market crashed. And I really hadn't gotten training or um, I didn't have a mentor or anyone who could really teach me how to run a sustainable business, even when the market isn't great. And so because of that, you know, I started out doing well, but it was just because of the market. I basically had to go back to work in 2008. And I believe that God took me back because he wanted to show me discipline. He wanted to show me um, that you can work for some, if you can work for someone else from nine to five like this and get up every morning and go to work for someone else, you should be able to do the same thing for yourself. And I think one of the things that I lacked when I first started in real estate was discipline. No one is going to tell you to go to work today. That's something that you have to do. You know, you can't lay around and think that the money is still going to come. Thanks. It's something that you have to do. So going back to work was a lesson for me. Sometimes God will take you back and put you in a situation so you can learn something in order for you to be able to go to the next level. 
And so um, I did go back to work, but I was still selling real estate because it was just a passion. It was just something that was in, inside of me, even though the market wasn't doing well. I decided that, you know what, I'm still going to work, but I'm going to still sell real estate. I did that until about 2011. And 2011 was when God told me it's time for you to go full time. And that was scary because I knew what happened the first time. But I knew it was God that was speaking to me. And it was at a time when the market still wasn't doing well. But this is what, you know, I knew that was what he wanted me to do. And so I, I had to do it. And so I did. I quit my job in 2011 and went full time, you know, with real estate. And I haven't looked back since. So I'm thankful for, you know, just for being obedient. Awesome. Yes. And um, just with you saying that, you know, God pulled you, pulled you back basically, so you can honestly get your footing and get a foundation Yeah. before going back out there. Talk to us a little bit about having a solid foundation and going into entrepreneurship and building your business. Absolutely. So one of the things that I always tell my agents, especially those who are transitioning from um, corporate America into entrepreneurship, is that you need to have a schedule. Just like you have a job and they tell you, okay, you have to be to work at eight o'clock in the morning and you leave at five o'clock, you need to make a schedule for yourself. And I'm not saying that it has to be as structured as a regular nine to five job, but you need to constantly know exactly what it is that you should be doing every single day. There should not be a day where you don't know what to do. And one of the things you definitely want to always continue to do every day is to prospect, to find new clients so that your pipeline will always be full. But, you know, put yourself on a schedule. If you say, you know what, every morning and even in your schedule, you know, add your prayer time, add time Mm -hmm. with your kids, time with your, your husband, time with your family. You can even put that in your schedule as well. Add the time that you're going to prospect. Are you going to do an hour of prospecting today, two hours, whatever it is? You want to always keep your pipeline full. Another thing that I tell a lot of entrepreneurs is to build relationships with with other people. Um, Networking is so important as an entrepreneur. I have met so many awesome people, even through through social media, um, through going through to networking events. I've met so many awesome people and I've gotten um, referrals from those relationships. Or maybe if they didn't help me with the referral, maybe it was a business or something that they did that I could um, tap into their resources and tap into um, the people that they know to help me further my business along and vice versa. So it's so important to go to networking events, um, build relationships with people, and definitely, you know, get around people who are like-minded, get around other entrepreneurs, Um, you know, find groups that you can um, connect with other entrepreneurship groups so that you guys can feed off of each other, encourage each other. Because one thing about being an entrepreneur, you've got to encourage yourself every single day. I mean, when I first started my business, 
of course, I was a little afraid, just, you know, not knowing what was going to happen, if people were going to accept, you know, my, my company, if we were going to be able to have, uh, you know, do well. And one of the things I had to do every single day, I would, I get up in the morning and number one, I pray. That's the first thing I have to pray. I could never do any of this without God. So I do give him the glory for everything that I've accomplished so far and what he's going to allow me to accomplish. But I do pray. And I also start my day out with some type of motivation, some type of motivation. Um, for me, I would go to YouTube and I would listen to like Eric Thomas, um, Les, Les Brown, you know, those types of um, motivational speakers just to give me some motivation to get my day going. And that's partly one of the reasons why I started, and I didn't even say this um, in the beginning, but that's part of one of the reasons that I started the Motivational Monday YouTube channel that I have where I do a motivational message every single Monday just to encourage people. You know, it could be entrepreneurs or just anybody who, um, you know, just going through life situations. That was one of the reasons why I did it because I know when I was um, starting my business out, I get up, I would get up every morning and just look for some type of motivation um, that I could listen to. You know, you want to feed your, your spirit with, with good things because whatever you feed um, your spirit with, that's what's going to come out. And so every day I would always look for some type of motivation. Of course, I would pray and have my time with God and then just, you know, try to get some motivation to get my day going. And yeah. then um, the other thing is just, you know, like I said before, get, get a schedule, put yourself on a schedule um, because your success is going to be based off of your daily routine. What is it that you do every single day that is consistent? That is where your success is going to come from. And most people who are successful, they have a daily routine and they're consistent with it. And then they start to see the result. Absolutely. Consistency is key. Even if you don't see the results right away, if yeah. you stay consistent, if you stay faithful, if you, you know, have your trust, you know, in God, it's going to, it's going to manifest in the way it, it should be, you know, it should manifest. And um, just going back to um, motivation and the role that God plays in your business, could you just talk to us, you know, a little bit more about what, you know, how he's directing you and how he directed your business or the, the, the role, honestly, that he plays in your real estate career? I mean, he is everything. You you know that with me, Marissa, but he is everything to me. And I truly believe that he placed me in this industry, not just because he wants me to sell real estate. That is the one part of it. It's two parts. It's a twofold um, thing. Yes, he wants me to sell real estate, but he wants me to minister to people. Mm -hmm. And I feel like my business, I call it marketplace ministry. Um, it's not just about selling homes to people, but it's about um, encouraging people, touching lives, praying for people. And I believe that by me being in this industry, I'm able to meet so many people. I mean, I meet different people every day. My day is not the same. It's never the same day because, you know, with real estate, it's always different. But I believe that he put me in this industry specifically for marketplace ministry um, the day that I realized that I want to say it was, I was probably about five or six years into my real estate career. 
and I had an appointment and I'll never forget this. This is like a defining moment for me. Um, I had an appointment with um, someone who wanted to sell their home. I, I don't even remember the lady's name, but um, I went over to her house um, basically, her mom was um, ill and she was like on her deathbed mm -hmm. and they had this house that had all these repairs that they needed to get done, but they didn't have the money to do it. Um, the mom had a whole bunch of medical bills and, um, you know, she was just really stressed out and just didn't know what to do. And she was the primary caretaker for her mom and um, they needed money, uh, but the house um, had more um, they owed more on the house than what the house was actually worth. And so I was talking to her about doing a short sale just to, so they could get out from under the home. And I remember that she just looked like she just wanted to just burst out into tears. And she, and I was just asking her if she was okay. And she was like, no. And she just started crying and just telling me everything that was going on. And I heard a sweet, still voice just say, you need to pray with her. And so at that time, I wasn't like the type of person who would just pray for a stranger or just, you know, do a prayer. I wasn't, of course, I wasn't doing the prayer call back then. I, you know, my, I was a Christian. Yes, but I was um, not, my, my relationship wasn't as strong with God as it is right now. But I knew that if I didn't pray with her, I would feel so bad because I was being disobedient. Right. So I just asked her, I said, do you mind if I pray with you? I mean, I didn't know what else to do, but pray, you know, what else can you do? So um, she said, I would love that. And so we prayed and she cried and we prayed and cried. And, you know, by the time I left, she said she felt better. She said she felt like a weight had been lifted off of her. And I felt good because... I felt like I was obedient and I did what God told me to do. Um, and that, and I didn't, I didn't even sell her house. All we did was pray. <laughs> and so uh, when I left, that was a defining moment for me. That was when God showed me that you're not in this industry just to sell houses. You are in this industry to minister to people. Um, you're in this industry to encourage them, to pray for them. And you did exactly what I told you to do. And from that day, um, my business just started to take off. It just took off. And that was because that was the day that I, I recognized not just the, that I'm in real estate, but God showed me my purpose in real estate. And so when you chase after your purpose and not just chasing after the, the dollar or the deals, God will always elevate you because he can trust you and know that you're going to do what he's telling you to do. And you'll be obedient in doing that. Absolutely. And that was actually, you know, my next thought, basically with any industry that you go into, you just don't go into it for the money that you see or the dollar signs that yeah. you see, you know, you go in it with a purpose, the purpose of helping others with that industry, you know, yes. and, you know, helping people get to the next level with what you're doing inside of that industry. So absolutely, I definitely, you know, agree with that, that he did not just put you in real estate to just sell houses, but, you know, help change lives, you know, as well. And I'm sure you are doing that each and every day. <laughs> yes. And it's good to just to be able to educate um, yes. people in the community just about the importance of homeownership mm -hmm. and building wealth. I mean, the start of building wealth. And I'm just going to be honest, like with our community, um, people of color, we basically um, are behind because of where we started from. And so it's so important for us to basically 
educate our community to let them know that you can have wealth, you can build wealth, but it starts out with real estate because we don't, we don't have, we weren't born with silver spoons in our mouths. And so a lot of times, um, you know, we can start that process of building the wealth just by at least owning at least one piece of property. Everybody should own something. Mm -hmm. I don't care if it's a shack <laughs> or if it's with one piece of land, you should own right. something. And that's what we're trying to get the message out um, so that we can educate people about home ownership, about real estate investing and how to build wealth through real estate. Awesome. So um, what would you tell someone that's listening right now that wants to get into the real estate industry? Like what are the, the steps that they need to um, come into the industry? I know that you are based in Virginia, but if you can just give a generalized answer for that. Absolutely. So um, the first step is you do have to take the principles of real estate course um, for Virginia is 60 hours. I'm not quite sure what it is for the other states, but I'm pretty sure it's uh, probably about the same across the board. Um, once you take the course, you can either do it online or you can take an in-classroom course. Um, and then after you take the course, there's a final exam that they give you. You have to pass the final exam in order for you to be able to take the actual test to get your license. So the test to get your license is two parts. It's the national portion, and then it's the state portion for whatever state you're in. You have to pass both of those. Once you pass those, then you can get your license. Then after you get your license, basically what you would be doing, because a lot of people think that you need to get hired by a firm, which you do. You have to hang your license with a firm. However, you as the agent, you are actually going to be the one who's interviewing firms because you are going to be working for them as an independent contractor. So it's not just, yes, the firm would be interviewing you, but you're also going to be interviewing them as well to make sure that particular firm meets your needs as a new agent. And one of the things you want to look for as a new agent is a firm that maybe offers a mentor for you, a firm that offers a good training program, um, a firm that, you know, you won't fall, get, fall through the cracks as a new agent. You know, sometimes the larger firms are so busy um, with the other agents that they don't really have time to really properly train um, a new agent. And that was one of the mistakes I made when I first started out. I did go to a larger firm. Granted, I did well, but most of that, what I learned was just from on-the-job training. It wasn't like a um, I didn't really get trained properly or no one really had the time to sit down with me. It didn't have a mentor. So, so I would definitely tell anybody who is thinking about getting in the real estate industry or who gets in it as a new agent, get a mentor, someone who is actually doing well in the business and someone that you can really glean from and learn from. Now you're a broker, is that correct? Correct. Okay. And you have a firm? Yes, we do. Um, Victory Allegiance Realty. And we are um, located in Chesapeake. And so right now we have about 18 agents and we are still growing. So we're excited. We're hoping to open up another office um, in the Suffolk area. So that's the next place that we're looking to um, open an office in. Okay. And what does your firm offer? Now, I know you mentioned mentors and, you know, education. What does your firm offer? I know you spoke a little bit about it in the beginning, but if you can elaborate on it. Mm -hmm. So, yes, we are a full service real estate company. So we help both buyers, sellers, um, renters. We also have a property management department. 
we also do commercial real estate as well. So if you're looking for a building um, for your business, we can help you with that as well um, in, in Virginia. So we are basically a full service um, real estate company. Like I said, we also offer the class that you need in order to get your real estate license. And we offer tutoring sessions as well for those who maybe have taken the class but still need a little extra help in getting you know, the course passed or being able to pass their test. So for someone that's about to take their test, what, what advice would you give them on study habits um, before taking the test? Should it be a certain time frame? <laughs> how, how should they tackle that? Like when I get my new students, when they come in the first day, I tell them to get index cards. And a lot of the information that you're learning are going to be definitions. So I tell them to get the index cards. And basically, um, as we're going through the material, um, I kind of let them know what well, in our PowerPoint, the PowerPoint kind of bolds the terms that they really need to study. But definitely a great studying technique is to get write out the definitions, write out the key points that you need to learn. Because as you're writing it out, then it's sticking in your brain and you're actually studying while you're writing it out. But then you can always go back and reinforce it again by reading over those index cards again. Um, the other thing is don't wait for a long time to take the test after you take the class. Just do it. You know, even if you fail the test, because I know that sometimes people have had to take it more than once. Just go back and keep taking it until you pass. If you put the material down and then you don't go back for months, guess what? You're going to um, lose that information that, that you learn. You're not going to remember it. Take the test, you know, while it's fresh in your head. Study every day. You know, even get study partners. You know, if you have people in your class, you guys can study together. But definitely um, keep it fresh in your mind. Don't wait to take the test and, and use the index cards. Great advice. Awesome advice. So we will definitely have your information in the show notes for anyone that wants to get in contact with you um, just to ask questions or, you know, that are interested interested in coming on with your firm um, and getting started within the industry. Um, now, you did mention also that you have a family. You're married. You're a mom. Um, you mentioned schedules. So, you know, how do you do do it all. <laughs> How do you do it all? Oh, goodness. I keep myself on a schedule. <laughs> um, you know, everything that I do goes on my calendar. Um, like, for instance, my son, he plays football. My daughter, she's a cheerleader. Um, my oldest daughter, she's in college, but sometimes she has performances and things in Petersburg that I go to. Everything goes on my calendar. I put even there, you know, like I put their events and things on my calendar. And when I look at when I'm scheduling um, appointments with clients or trainings with my agents, if, it, if one of my children's events is on that day, then I can't do it. You know, you have to take control of your time and you have to take control. Um, don't allow um, the clients and the people to pull you in so many directions that you're just kind of like, you know, I don't know where I'm coming or going. Use your calendar, put everything on your calendar. And if you say, you know what, I'm only taking appointments between three and six Friday, you know, that's if that's what you choose to do, then that's what you do. Um, now, with real estate, though, it's a little different. You got to be a little more flexible because you don't want um, your clients to miss out on a home or, you know, you putting an offer in on on a home or anything like that. But I definitely um, have a schedule when it comes to prospecting and my prospecting could be from making phone calls to my sphere of influence 
to sending out emails, doing social media posts, all of that is included in um, what I do for prospecting, passing out business cards. You know, if I say, you know what, today I'm doing prospecting for two hours. I just use my calendar every day. I put everything on my calendar, everything that I want to accomplish for my next day. Um, I guess it's like a daily goals, you know, a daily goal thing that I want to do. And I put it on my calendar to, to do all of those things and just check it off as I go along. Yeah, calendar is definitely important. If yeah. it's uh, a paper calendar or your phone, keep everything in order. You definitely want to make sure that you are organized, especially, you know, in a field in which you have clients and that, you know, you have to, you know, um, serve your client or, you know, have meetings and things of that sort. You definitely want to. I live by my calendar. Yes, <laughs> yes I definitely live by my calendar. Now, um, what I'm totally, totally excited about is that you are a speaker for the Brunch with Bosses conference. That is a, a less than a month away. Yes. Um, so um, if you could just give us a little teaser on what you will be talking about at the conference. So basically, I was tasked to talk about building a uh, business with a strong foundation and with God. And so I'm excited because I am basically going to just tell the ladies my story, the struggles that I had to go through to get to where I am today um, and still growing and letting them know, you know, that it wasn't me alone, that it, I had to uh, rely on the strength of God. And like I said, I start my day off with prayer. And I believe that that it was definitely um, the catalyst that brought me to where I am today. I want to also just talk to them about some um, daily habits that they can do in order for them to see consistent results. And that no matter what field of business, if you are consistent in what you're doing and you are consistent with having a routine, then you, you can be successful. And so I'm excited just to share with the ladies and just to hear the other speakers that are going to be as well. Yes, I'm excited. I will definitely have a fresh notebook. <laughs> so I can take notes as well because all of the speakers are very, very seasoned and, you know, what they're doing, though, like you said, you're still growing, but you definitely have a vast knowledge, you know, in your in your industry and with being an entrepreneur. So uh, with that, what would you leave uh, my listeners with that are looking to enter the world of entrepreneurship or are already in the world of entrepreneurship? Any last bit of advice for them? You know what just popped in my mind when you said that one of the biggest things that I would tell entrepreneurs who are getting into it or who are already in it, go with what your heart tells you. Don't be bound by the opinions of other people because there has to be something about you that stands out about who you are, about what you represent, about your product or your service. And if you're trying to fit in, how can you really be an entrepreneur? You know, there has to be something um, about you that um, causes you to stand out. That's going to allow people to come to you and want to um, do business with you. So what is it about you that stands out that makes people want to come and work with you? We're all offering the same service, but nobody does it the way Danita does it. Nobody does it the way Marissa does it. So what is it about you? Go with your heart and do what you feel is right to do. And don't worry about the opinions of other people, because as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, 
you are a leader. So leaders lead, they don't follow. So just remember that that's the biggest thing I would just tell entrepreneurs. And it may be something that um, you're thinking about doing and you're and it's outside of the box and you might think people might laugh or they may think it's crazy. Those are the things that you should really go after and do because that's probably the gift that he's placed in you that he wants you to share with the world. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I just want to thank you once again for coming on my podcast today. It has been a pleasure. The gems that were dropped today, I'm sure that my listeners will have been able to gain some value from what you brought to us today. And once again, I just thank you, Danita, for just giving your time and um, your expertise to us today. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. It was such a pleasure to be on your podcast. (laughs) Thank you so much. And for you guys out there still listening and hanging on for today, again, do not forget to register for the Brunch with Bosses conference, May 25th, 2019 in the city of brotherly love. Also, if you are a hair brand, beauty brand, or fashion brand and want to get more visibility over to your website and to your brand, do not forget to sign up with my Pinning for Bosses program for Pinterest. That information is also in the show notes. And like I told you guys out there before, the podcast is taking a bit of a turn. Um, God has, you know, set it in another direction. So we'll be talking more about relationships and um, more or less about business. But make sure that you pop over to Instagram and like the Form Her the Blueprint page. Uh, If you are a single woman out there that's looking to have a closer relationship with God and go from a single woman to kingdom woman and wife, this is the page that you will want to follow and a mentorship uh, that I will be heading will be coming up soon later this summer. So make sure that you sign up uh, to get notifications for that as well. And this has been another episode of the Bougie Balls podcast. I will see you all next week, guys. Bye-bye.